Hey, hey, it's Justine when we're on round two. We are in a very funky spot here. We're in the VR Lounge in the Potsdamer Platz in Berlin. And we are here talking with two VR creators and makers. Daily Williams and Timur, I'm sorry, I didn't get your last name. Uh, Musabe. Timur Musabe. Wow. <laughs> and why don't you tell us about your um, experience that you've made? We uh, met Fatih at uh, Fatih Akun, has a new film called The Golden Glove. Their Golden High Shoe, Warner Brothers, Bombero International. And uh, it's premiering here at Berlin Alley. And um, we met Fatih at GIF, another film festival in Mexico a few years ago. And uh, um, we always discussed doing a project. And a couple of years later, we had made a accompanying VR piece that uh, basically allows the user to step into the film as a participant. And... Uh, it's quite a movie. It's a, a horror film, so it's a, kind of a scary experience. But uh, Jay, yeah, um, the movie's called uh, The Golden Glove. Uh, it is intense. Uh, we saw the premiere um, a couple days ago, and uh, I mean, the audience loved it. Fonty's working. You know, he's, he's a brilliant director. So uh, working with him and for the VR piece was uh, was really amazing. Uh, like Tim said, like we. Uh, we met him and he, he really got excited about virtual reality and uh, yeah, he really just been waiting for the right project to do so this was kind of it I mean it, it kind of came about because Tim was in Berlin or you were you, in Berlin a couple months ago and uh, and uh, and you called up Fati just to hang out and he just happened to be wrapping up the sets and so he said come over uh, check out the sets and uh, and then a couple days later we're flying out some of our guys from Toronto um so, some of the guys from Toronto uh, to uh, photo scan the sets and uh, and start uh, building this VR piece that we had. The the film is uh, about a serial killer named Honka, uh, and so we kind of made an escape room, um, escape room based on that. So you kind of you're in the piece and uh, and you sort of wake up there and uh, you got to figure out your way through it. There's a couple ways to escape and a couple ways that you get caught, but uh, everyone's been received received very well. Everyone seems to like it a lot. Well, that's just one thing we got to go back a little and talk about this context. It is a, a true story. It is a real ser- serial killer that uh, lived in Berlin. And Hamburg, actually. It, oh, sorry. Hamburg, yeah. that's right. Yeah, in Hamburg. And um, tell us a little bit about what you're trying to encapsulate in the experience. Well, um, one, one thing that we should mention, uh, the approach was we didn't... Uh, we didn't like 3D model uh, um, scenes from the movie. Um, when I actually went to Hamburg, uh, first thing he did, is, it was the last three days of shooting, and I walked into the close set, they recreated the bar, the Golden Glove, and they recreated the serial killer's apartment in painstaking detail. When I walked into that set, like I got scared, and it freaked me out, and it was like a horrifically beautiful set. And the first thing that I thought was, we have to photogrammetrically capture this. And uh, so this is one of our first pieces for film that we've done this with, but we've been working on this pipeline for a couple of years now. Yeah. And um, Jay? No, yeah, I mean, Tim and I both come from film. Um, you know, so, um, you know, we've been in film for quite a long time, done a lot of projects, you know, like from commercial to film to television, you name it, uh, visual effects. Uh, we have another company, too, that does all visual effects and, and film, you know, 2D stuff. Uh, and then we go, when we got, a, you know, first experience with virtual reality, um, you know, it just sort of blew our minds uh, and, and the possibilities of what we could do with that. Um, 
And I guess, you know, in, in, in the beginning of VR, a lot of 360 video sort of came up and that, that sort of the, what the standard became and what everyone sort of knew, but we knew there was so much more. So when we talk about volumetric capture, uh, we're now, like for us, it's really exciting because now we can actually really bring the essence of a set in or put someone in a place that looks really real and, and really make that cinematic. And so, like, our company is called Occupied VR in Toronto. Uh, and, you know, the, one of the main things that we're like now focused on with, with volumetric capture, which is fairly new, I mean, now we can actually film people in, in, in three dimensions, which is incredible because instead of, you know, doing mo- motion capture on a, on a 3D model of them um, or, or, a, or, a, or a scan of them, uh, we can actually capture their whole performance. Um, so now we're actually, you know, in terms of film, we're, we're bringing the, the, you know, the best of both worlds in it and we're, we're kind of going back to what we love in, in, in what we love in film and bringing that into a virtual space where we're allowing the viewer to be the camera. But, you know, the, the, the cinematic representation of things now has gone to such a huge level. Um, and it's really, like, it's night and day from uh, what 360 Video was showing everybody. And so, you know, a lot of people are like, 360 or, you know, virtual reality is you know, kind of hokey or a little bit dead. But the next wave of VR is, is ex- exactly what virtual reality should, should be. And, and uh, we really just want to be on the forefront of that and uh, as cutting edge as we possibly can. We can make it interactive. We can make it a lot of fun. Uh, this piece is a little bit scary. So, uh, you know, uh, there's been ten, there, nine people, I was going to say ten, nine people that have escaped. And you, and you, you were saying, too, that you, you escaped, but in a different way. Uh, by, uh, I, yeah, I, I cheated. I took off my headset because I was, I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> it did capture the, the feeling of being in a very creepy serial murderer's home very well. And but the, Let's talk a little bit about the name because one of the cool aspects of it is it the Golden Glove? What does that uh, represent? Well, I'll let Tim answer this one. Well, the the Golden Glove is a bar that actually, if I'm not mistaken, um, I know there's open seven days a week, uh, 24 hours a day. So it is maybe it's closed for. I don't. I haven't seen many much renovations, but this place might have been open for like the last 40 years. <laughs> and uh, if you could imagine the clientele that uh, frequents a place like that, it's a landmark. Um, what what they did with one of the sets was they recreated it perfectly to how it was in the like 74, 75. Um, so much so that after I saw the set, um, after the rap party, me and Fox were like, hey, uh, we still want to hang out, you know, celebrate the, the rap of the movie. We're like, where do we go? We're like, let's go to the Golden Glove. So we went to the Golden Glove and it was, I when I walked in, I was insane how well they had recaptured the original place with the set and then we recaptured the set with uh, the VR experience well good that's that's phenomenal to do that but let me ask you about the workflow was there anything challenging in the production workflow of getting this recreation and this experience I think the biggest challenge that we encountered here I mean we were at Occupy, we, look, we really take pride in our work, you know, and we really want to be cutting edge and do something great and always just as as clean as you know and as as good as best you know, high quality as possible. Uh, it was time. Time was actually the biggest, our biggest challenge because, uh, you know, like like we said, like it, Tim just happened to be there, and then like two days later, we're flying people out, capturing the set that's closing down in three days, bringing twenty seven thousand photos back to to our studio to like, recreate the sets, um, you know, just for that, and then there's a lot of cleanup and whatnot. 
And we, you know, up until now, you know, at the Brunelli Film Festival, we're showing, um, it was like a month and a half. And we, and, and we probably, you know, because we got a team that's very passionate about our work. Um, we probably crammed with three months of work into that time. But we would have loved to have like, you know, four or five months just to do like, do it real justice. So we're still actually kind of working on it a bit just because, you know, every project we do, we love to just make sure that we checkmark all the boxes and, we didn't really have much time to even test the test the, the project itself on like a, a large group of people, so we're kind of using the the festival where it's you know released and launched to actually test, and we've been getting great feedback. People, all sorts of different types of feedback, you know, like people that really love it, uh, you know, and it's really got immersed, and you know, like I said, some people escaped and stuff, you know, people we see people like like just ripping the headset off because they're too afraid because it feels so real to them, uh, and just you know, and people that are also like that are in the VR space that are just like running around, not even paying attention to the story, just looking at the, the, the level of detail and quality that we did put into it. And uh, you know, there's some some people that we know that that do uh, volumetric capture and have been doing it for a while, and said that it gets really top notch and it's really looking good. So um, you know, I, I think that like, we're touching people in different ways, which is great. And and going back to you, escape your escape, actually, and it's an awesome thing because Fati actually said, you know, about his movie, it's like if people don't walk out of my film, then I haven't done my job. You know, and we watched the premiere, and we and and, and the, the movie starts off with a bang, and I think the first person that left was like within ten seconds. Right, and we, they were right next to us. Right, yeah, they just got up and they, they're like, "I can't take this." And we watched this audience just cringe, like people are cringing and laughing, and people are hiding their face. And so, did you know? I mean, generally, it's kind of bad if people rip your headset off and like they walk out of your thing. But we were like, "Hey, man, if we if we didn't do if we don't have people like taking the headset off, then maybe we didn't do our job." And so it's kind of it's been a, it's been a big range of like people like, how people are accepting it. But I think that's what this medium is meant to do you know if you, that means that we're doing it right that we're actually affecting people we're not yeah. just showing them something and they're just taking it in, in in just the same passive way that they're actually like feeling it because that's like the, the main goal has always been to blur the lines right like to where you know to take the virtual out of it like where it actually seems so real that you are genuinely freaked out that was the main goal of this piece well gentlemen I am here to confirm you get the mingle. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks so much for stopping by virtual. And take care and best of luck. Thank you.